This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. Navalny's family and supporters are laying the opposition leader to rest after his death in prison. AP correspondent Karen Shamis reports. Hundreds of mourners lined up behind control barriers outside of the church, many holding red flowers. On live-streamed footage, the crowd applauded and chanted his name as his coffin was taken out of the vehicle as it arrived at the church. Many came from around Russia to say their goodbyes. Mourner Nadezhda Ivanova, who came from Kaliningrad for the event, told the AP, Alexei, for everyone who's here today and for many who did not dare to come here, is a person who not only gave his life in the fight for something, but who gave his life in the fight for us. His supporters say several churches in Moscow refused used to hold the service before Navalny's team got permission from one in the capital's Marino district. I'm Karen Shamas. Iranians voted for a new parliament on Friday in an election seen as a test of the clerical establishment's legitimacy. Frustration is growing over economic woes and restrictions on political and social freedom. Lucy Fielder from Reuters has more. Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei casts his vote, the first to do so in all Iran. He has called it a religious duty. Iran's rulers need a high turnout to repair their legitimacy, damaged by the unrest. Which is why Iranian activists and opposition groups are discouraging voters, distributing the hashtags VoteNoVote and ElectionCircus widely on social media. Imprisoned Nobel Peace Prize laureate Nargis Mohammadi, a women's rights advocate, has called the election a sham. Hardliners have dominated Iran's parliament for more than two decades it wields little influence, since Khamenei determines issues like foreign policy and the row with the West. Lucy Fielder from Reuters. For additional stories, visit voanews.com. This is VOA News. The judge in Trump's classified documents case is expected to set a trial date during a crucial hearing today. AP correspondent Jennifer King reports. It was scheduled to begin May 20th, but U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon has been signaling that may get pushed back. Federal prosecutors led by Jack Smith requested July 8th. Defense lawyers countered with August 12th, but say there is no way to hold a fair trial before the Republican National Convention in July or the November election. Trump denies any wrongdoing. He faces 40 counts on charges that he willfully retained top-secret documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate, urged his lawyer to hide records and lie to the FBI, and enlisted staff to delete surveillance footage. The Florida trial date has taken on added significance after the Supreme Court announced it would hear arguments in late April on whether Trump as a former president is immune from prosecution in a separate federal case charging him with scheming to overturn the 2020 presidential election. I'm Jennifer King. Kenya and Haiti have signed agreements to try to salvage a plan for the African country to deploy 1,000 police officers to the troubled Caribbean nation. Kenya agreed in October to lead a U.N.-authorized international police force to Haiti, but the Kenyan High Court in January ruled the plan unconstitutional, in part because of a lack of reciprocal agreements between the two countries. Kenya's President William Ruto said in a statement Friday that he and Haitian Prime Minister Ariel Henry witnessed the signing of the reciprocal agreements between the two countries. It was not immediately clear how or if the agreements could circumvent the court's ruling. Pentagon League suspect Jack Texera expected to plead guilty in his federal case. AP correspondent Ed Donahue reports. 
Pentagon leak suspect Jack Texera is expected to plead guilty. Texera had previously pleaded not guilty. He is the Massachusetts Air National Guard member accused of leaking highly classified military documents about Russia's war in Ukraine and other sensitive national security topics on the social media platform Discord, which is popular with people who play online games. Investigators believe he led a private chat group called Thug Shaker Central. Court papers show the judge was asked to schedule a change of plea hearing next week. He's been behind bars for close to a year. Authorities haven't talked about a possible motive, but accounts of those in the online private chat group describe Texera as motivated more by bravado than ideology. I'm Ed Donahue. A new report says the British government's contentious plan to send some asylum seekers on a one-way trip to Rwanda could cost nearly half a billion British pounds, plus hundreds of thousands more for each deported person. The report, released on Friday by the National Audit Office, comes after parliamentary committees complained of being in the dark about the costs of the plan. Not a single person has been sent to Rwanda under the plan, which has been blocked by the courts. But the, the British government has already paid enormous sums to the government in Kigali. For additional stories, visit voanews.com. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.